um, how I knew God, you know, 10 years ago. So my relationship um, to this power that's greater than myself has changed drastically. But you get to come in, we get to, we're invited into a relationship that will solve our problem of lack of power. And so that's a great starting point. Um, and so coming to that realization, making a decision, making a decision, actually, there's no firm ground to stand on. There's there's no um, power in a decision, but it leads us into how do we get power. And so that that's the, the promise is if I stay close to him and perform his work well, um, established on such a footing we become less and less interested in ourselves and of our little plans and designs. And so this is really, if I stay close to this power, I actually die of self. I actually get rid of uh, this problem of self. And, and it says when we, when we sincerely took such a position. And so what it's saying is this is what the position is that I am of myself, nothing. I am powerless and I need power greater than myself and and I'm I'm turning my will and my life over to this power and the position is this power is the director I'm just the actor I'm actually going to get my instructions and my script to be told what to do and so I'm just the actor my whole life I've played the I've played the director and and I always end up being in the producer's chair and I produce chaos and confusion wherever I go and so the 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 other uh, position is that God is the principal and I'm the agent. And so he owns the company and I'm just his representative, kind of like an insurance company. I'm just the agent in, 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 and he's the principal insurance company. And then an, another awesome one is he's the father and I'm the child. And so many of us have horrible experiences with that whole concept. We have horrible experiences um, with, with a father figure and many of us don't even have a father figure or, or have been greatly hurt by that kind of figure. And so we really have to come under a, a new position of all of these concepts of this higher power. And I think one of my favorite ones is employer. I come to the position to go, I am the employee and God's my employer. And so how do I work for him? Like, and that's what, you know, raising kids, I've always tried to convince them that school is their full-time job, you know, like wake up, get ready, you know, school is your full-time job, treat it like your full-time job. Uh, a couple of the kids played sports and I'm like, this is your job. This, <laughs> yeah, serious. this is your job. You got to like work and, and really, really put in the effort and take it seriously. And and maybe you're not getting a paycheck, but it's going to lead into a paycheck. It's going to lead into how you live your life uh, with those those concepts and those principles. Um, and so how do I treat God as my employer? I wake up and I stay close to him and I, I, I try to get his 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 daily, you know, work. I, I want to get my daily schedule and go, how do I do that? And so that's really what I wanted to talk about is how do we stay close to him? So as I turn my will and my life over, I go into these inventories and, and I start to uh, clean up this these blocks that I have, this distance that I have uh, to my employer. I want to get rid of all this stuff 
so that I can be close to my employer. And so how do I do that? I go through inventories. I see where there's objectionable character. I bring that to God. There's nothing that I can do about it except go, Here, here's my offering. This is myself. This is my ego. This is what this life has given me. And I offer it to you and, and, and for you to do what you will with it. And so I give that to God and, and he has the power to take that away and clean it up. I kind of get that picture of, uh, we, I was in Boy Scouts in Indonesia and Asia, and we used to do a lot of mountain climbing into volcanoes. And a lot of times we would actually get our water up there. And so what we would have is this tablet that we would put in the water and it would, <laughs> you could see the water and you're like, I probably wouldn't do this today. But back when you're nine and 10, it's really cool. And so you have this, you have this clear plastic container of water that you filled up by this little creek and up in the mountains and you put this, it's, it's floating and dirty and, and that kind of stuff. And it's kind of opaque and you put this pill in and, and you wait the appropriate amount of time and, and it, it clears it all up. There's still floating stuff in it, right? It's not perfect, you know, Ottawa, Canada drinking water with the right pH and the right balance of chemicals and, and all that stuff. But it's this pure water that we got up in a mountain that probably uh, could be contaminated, but we put this pill in it and it clears up the murky water. And so that's what this process of, 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 of the inventories, of the looking at your objectionable character and then making the amends to the world around you. Um, that's how I begin this closeness relationship with God. And the beautiful thing is that God has created us with a spirit. And so there is the spirit of God. There is the spirit of peace, joy, contentment, happiness, self-control, all of those things. That's the spirit of God that we're going to connect to. And he's actually going to infuse his spirit into my spirit. Uh, I need to do that on a daily basis. And so our instructions later as we uh, connect to this power, it's really interesting when we get to um, kind of the, the step, like after the work of it, after the, the tablet in the water, then we go into the maintenance part of it. And so when I hear maintenance, I always heard like, well, I just have to maintain what, what I'm doing to stay sober. That's not what it's talking about. It, it actually says, for, for step 10 and 11, like at the end of it, it actually says, and this is where you really, we really need humility, is being still inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God. It's not probable that we are going to be inspired all the time. So this is a beginning of a relationship. This is just the beginning of making conscious contact with his spirit. And so you we need a lot of humility to accept that, that the acceptance is that I, I, maybe my conscious contact with God wasn't all I thought it was. And so now I'm just starting to make this conscious contact. How do I stay close to him? Um, and, and so it gives us instructions at night. It gives us instructions on awakening and it gives us instructions on, on throughout our day. And so that's a beautiful thing that God hasn't just like spun the dial on us and we just have to like, hopefully we get it right. It's actually giving us a recipe. So if I gave everybody, uh, uh, you know, a petition to everybody to, to make a meal, um, and, and, or bake a cake and I'm not a baker. 
I don't like baking. I like cooking because I don't need exact measurements and I, I like to throw some salt and I like to throw some basil and I like to, you know, add stuff and create stuff with baking. It's like, it, it's an exact science. I'm horrible at baking unless it's like out of a box, you know, whatever, Sara Lee cake. And, and, and I'm really good at that because I can just follow instructions. And that's what this is. This is a set of instructions. Uh, this is discipline. This is discipleship. It, it's not like an empty book where it says, here, um, just start making conscious contact with God and everything will be good. No, this is about the maintenance of that conscious contact with God. And so um, I have to do that every day. And they give you strict, inst not strict instructions, but they give you instructions and discipline how to do that. And that's a beautiful thing about the program of recovery is that I have to maintain, I have to maintain my conscious contact with God to continue my recovery to be recovered. <laughs> and so I don't just get it and go back to my life. I actually make conscious contact with God and, and I get this new life out of it. Uh, he, I, I get a new job. I, I, I have a new father. I have a new principal. I have a new employer. And so I'm checking in every morning. Uh, and, and I, this has just come alive in my life. This, this, this reality of every morning upon awakening. And so what I mean by maintenance is growth. And so when I look at maintenance, I look at this concept of I don't just maintain where I'm at. I maintain doing what I'm doing to grow. So I look at a plant. Um, I, I, I discovered that I want to be a little bit of a herbologist in uh, COVID. I got this, uh, me and my wife picked a hobby each and she picked crocheting and I picked plants. And I know I just aged myself. Like it's horrible. We're cro croquing and looking after plants. But it gives us something to do in COVID. And so I got a, I got the cool planter. I got a hydroponic set, you know, back in the old days. Anyway, so this is about herbs and peppers and spices. So this is really cool. And so I maintain a strict amount of light and water rotation because it's hydroponic. And these guys grow like they're on steroids. It's really cool um, to see your basil every day. It's just like... Um, and that's what this maintenance is all about. It's actually not maintaining where I'm at, like treading water. It's actually maintaining the things that I do through prayer and meditation and making conscious contact with God every morning to, to, to give me growth and spiritual growth in my life. And so they say that my problem gets bigger every day. Um, you know, like the physical, the, the mental and all that stuff, my spiritual problem, the enemy is getting bigger and stronger against me. So I can't, I can't rest on what got me sober 10 years ago to continue to get me sober today. I have to grow in, in the maintaining of these things, of the practices of staying close to God through prayer and meditation. And so how do I stay close to him? Well, I incorporate prayer. And so that's assuming that I can make contact with him. And, and a lot of people in early recovery are just starting to do that. So one of the things is that I, I think that I like to think of prayer as communicating verbally. And I, I like to think of meditation as communicating in listening. So there's this transaction that's going to happen. And, and I don't know if alcohol ever spoke to me, 
But it spoke to me all the time. Come, we're going out tonight. Hey, I know it's only nine in the morning, but hey, what if we got a beer at noon? Like Alcohol was always talking to me, typically in my own voice. But but that's what the conversation was throughout my you know 15-year career of drinking. There was always a rhetoric and a conversation that was happening with alcohol or drugs or fill in the blank, whatever it is for you. Um, and so can I have that relationship with this power that I'm just starting to have a relationship with? Can I have this conversation with God all the time? Um, I truly believe that we can start at one place and, and, and through the maintenance of that, we'll grow into something. So um, I just started doing this in like, I've been doing listening prayer. I do morning devotionals. I do, um, you know, prayer throughout the day. Uh, I just started taking an hour out of my morning with my wife to do the concepts of step 11, where it says, uh, in, in, it says night morning and day um we we're starting to do this morning thing together where we it actually the book says let us think about our 24 hours ahead of us let's bring up let's ask god to direct our thinking now we have our thinking back that's where the problem relies in i can't rely on my thinking but god has transformed my thinking and so we 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 assess our day we we come up with is there any insecurities is there any fears that we're going to face is there any um um direction that god wants us to take and we just listen and we talk about this and we listen again and then we go into the prayer part where we're praying that god will you direct our footsteps will you direct our path will you uh, help us be divorced of self-centered self-pity resentment fear all of those things and and we just started doing that this week and it's been the highlight of my year so far and so to me it's like you know we all work and have jobs and this is taking an extra hour <laughs> it's like my morning's like three hours long just to like remain consciously contacted with god but it's given me so much that it's been a great experience so i said we we all start at at one place and and so the starting place is maybe with meditation we listen and so i just have a, a story that i heard that somebody was saying and it was this mom on the school bus and and the mom was saying i was on the school bus full of jabbering yelling kids my son was at the back of the bus there was 20 rows of children making noise between us but as i listened in the back i could make out the distinctive voice of my boy to anyone else who didn't know him, his voice would have just blended into a symphony. But because I could recognize his voice, but because I know him, I recognized his voice. The Lord showed me, that's how you recognize my voice too, because you know me. You recognize my voice even above life's noise. I think that's a beautiful description of like, you get to know this power. You get to know God in that way where you're actually going to recognize his voice. And I believe that it's only through practice. It's only through taking the time to be still and quiet. And what I like to do is ask a question. Father, what will you have me be today? Father, what what problems um, do you see that I don't? Uh, Father, uh, what do I need to let go of? Father, why am I here? <laughs> like, And just listen for five minutes just be still enough and quiet enough to listen and then the prayer part is 
you know, petition, like, Father, would you speak to me so that I can grow in our relationship? Um, and, and so that would be the meditation part of it is just listening to the, try to listen to the voice of God, uh, whatever idea comes in your mind, um, over the course of time, there's going to be thoughts and ideas, just write them down. Um, if they're, if they don't mean anything to you, they might mean something to you down the road. And so that's a practice that I've got into is actually writing a question at the bottom of my morning devotional. I write a question and I just spend some time thinking about it. I just, I just spend time, um, going, you know, whatever, whatever the question is, father, what needs improving? You know, if I'm going to the gym and I'm working out and, and you see a guy that's a, you can tell he's a workout guy. Um, and, and you kind of build a little bit of a relationship with him. What's the first question? What else could I do? What other exercises could I do to strengthen my chest? Or how do I get that core? Like, man, like, like, what do I do? What are some tips that I could do? And so could you ask God in, in what areas of your life need strengthening? What areas of your life need improving? And, and God wants to strengthen you, um, and have a relationship with you just like alcohol did. Um, so, but I have to invite him in. I have to make that conscious contact. I got to go through the process of recovery. I got to go through the process of, of cleaning up the water. Like he's going to do it that like you can't clean up the water. He's going to, but you got to invite it, invite him in. And you start the relationship like that. Um, I have a lot more on, on, on the listening prayer stuff. I have, you know, I have 10 points of how to do it. I, I think that's another whole lesson, but number one, take time, sit in a quiet place. If you can, uh, relax, tune in. You're just like, you know how you, uh, who has those anymore, but those radio dials you're tuning in and, and you're just like, sometimes you can listen to, I like worship. It's called soaking music. And it's kind of like this instrumental background music. Um, and, and then just start listening. Uh, be prepared to write as you invite God's voice and, and just write stuff down. Uh, don't, don't discount anything that you're hearing. Um, if it's weird or if it's like contrary to what you would think, take it to another brother that, that does hear the voice of God. Take it to your sponsor. Take it to your leader. Take it to your mentor. Take it to... Um, a guy in your life that you know that he hears from God and you just check in and go, is God really telling me to go to Africa? <laughs> you know, like, or is God really telling me to do this? Is, what do you think of this? Is, is it, is it in line with your spiritual material? Is it in line with the Bible? Um, you, and, and you're checking those things. Is it, there's four things that we, we check things against. Is it absolute love? Is it absolute purity? Is it absolute honesty? And is it, selfless. And so I'm, I'm looking at the voice of God in that context because that's the spirit of God. Um, so I'm testing it and then I just check in and then the key, I think this is the key is obedience. Then I obey. Um, and, and so what if there's blocks? What if I'm not hearing? Maybe it's because I didn't obey something that God instructed me to do. Uh, maybe I'm not really plugged in. So uh, there's a process of replugging in, uh, that kind of thing, cleaning it up. Um, is it, am I scared to make mistakes? Um, that's okay. You know, it's okay to make mistakes. Most of us believe that it's not okay to make mistakes because if we do, we'll be, we'll be considered bad. We'll look bad. But the reality is it's okay to make mistakes. You're not a mistake, 
but it is okay to make them. It says progress and not perfection. Um, and, and so I really want to keep track of the results as well. And so I was, I was, I heard a quote, I don't even know who quoted it, but it says, when God, when one listens, God speaks. When one obeys, God acts. This is the law of prayer. And so I leave you with that of really staying close to this power, just like you stayed close to the addiction. Uh, the addiction gave you a life um, and the end, it, it, it's going to take your life. Um, death is not the finality to this life. There is eternal life. And so God promises eternity with him in light and love and, and not in darkness. Thank 